everyone, and welcome to Divi Chat. Uh, this is episode 290 of the show, and we're just 10 episodes away from the magic 300. And tonight's topic is actually a topic about Divi. Yep, I know. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. But we couldn't let Elegant Themes' new feature for Divi called Divi AI go by without trying it and giving you our super independent views on it. Um, it's only been out for a few days. So although there seems to be like a million videos out there already on it, the real definitive lowdown is here. <laughs> well, it might be. <laughs> um, and for those of you that are joining the chat, we would really like to know what you think of it, what your experiences of it, um, what you think of the new feature. I can already see there's lots of comments um, and lots of people joining us in the chat. So that's great. Please keep them coming. Um, so let's meet our panel and let's go around the room and start with Eric, who's on mute. Yes, there he is. <laughs> I was. I clicked over to a different screen so I could uh, <laughs> message in the comments. So um, hello, everybody. Uh, really excited to be here. Um, for those that are regular listeners, uh, you may know that I don't do very much anymore on websites them, themselves. Um, I lead my team who are amazing at this, but I did actually log in and play around with Divi AI uh, this week um, because uh, I wanted to be able to talk about this and kick the tires and e experiment with it. So I am excited to talk about it. Um, and uh, I'm broadcasting for my very final time from El Salvador. Next week, we will be in Costa Rica for the beginning of our three-month stay there. And so I'll be uh, um, there next week. And uh, yeah, you can find me at finallyleads.com. And my web design business is in transit studios. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Um, I'm excited to be here. I saw the notification so often the like the announcements they come in while I'm asleep and so I woke up in the morning I had my coffee because I, I hadn't heard the buzz I don't know like what other people had heard I knew Elementor had AI um, but I hadn't heard that it was coming to Divi and so I woke up and saw this announcement and I was very excited and I immediately jumped on board I thought I'm gonna buy a year like why not let's just jump into this thing and wow. you know if it's no good yeah. I'll just jump back out like that's fine <laughs> yeah i yeah i'm happy to commit to a year and just see how we go because everything that uh divi has brought or um elegant themes have brought i haven't been disappointed so i'm sure we'll get more into that but i was very happy to give it a go i know it's very controversial amongst the comments <laughs> um but i'm looking forward to chatting today and i'm disappointed steph's not here and i know steph would be incredibly disappointed she had a last minute thing come up and um, Steph loves AI, as you guys know. She's got like a whole new website dedicated to it. And I think a podcast, I'm not sure if it's come out or it's coming out. Um, but AI is the one topic that she is devastated to miss. So unfortunately, she won't be here, but I'm sure that she'll have her say maybe next week. Yeah. Tim, welcome. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. And yeah, I had a last minute fire to put out as well so that's why i'm late here for uh for those that are watching live you saw me kind of jump in last minute here so um, but i'm happy i made it just barely 
And uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this topic too. If you are on my Divi Life email list, then you know I've been promoting mm -hmm. Divi mm -hmm. AI heavily. <laughs> I'm an affiliate of Elegant Themes and I'm a big fan of Divi AI. And so I've been sending a lot of email. Well, I sent like three, so not not a ton. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been super impressed with their implementation of it. Uh, definitely the best I've seen. And I've, I've tested quite a few tools and I've never been impressed by them. Um, but the way that they've done it with Divi, how deeply integrated it is, how it understands the context of the page. We'll, we'll talk all about this. Uh, I'm it's, really excited. It's already gone. <laughs> Sorry, gone. Yeah, we're done. We'll Who are you, Tim? And where do you come from? So Tim Streifler, <laughs> I am broadcasting from San Clemente, California. You can find me online at divilife.com where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, tutorials, and courses. And also where I have my email list where I'm talking a lot about Divi AI right now. Uh, yeah, so good stuff. Good stuff. Someone everyone. asked where your black t-shirt is, Tim. And it's funny because you jumped on and I was like, there's something different about Tim, but I didn't even, I didn't even log it. And then someone said, he's not wearing his black t-shirt. I think that's it. That's what's, that's what's different today. Yeah. I, black is definitely my go-to. I don't always wear black. Sometimes I'll wear like a dark <laughs> blue, but with this lighting, it, it <laughs> looks black. Um, but today I'm wearing a lighter blue, but basically yeah. I, I always just wear a solid color. So. <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, uh, my name's Mike Debit, uh, and I'm broadcasting from the UK. Uh, uh, and at Web Design Pro, which is my company, we create search engine friendly websites. Uh, and with the advent of tools like ChatGPT and a lot of the AI tools, companies like Elegant Things taking advantage of these sort of technologies become more, not less, of a challenge um, in our in our industry. So. It's ever changing, and I'm really excited to discuss this with with everyone this evening. And um, if you ever want to hit me up, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and on the lesser known Facebook. So, so uh, ET introduced DVAI on August the 10th, and since then they've written another six posts uh, illustrating what you can do with DVAI. So I thought what we'd probably do, I think. For anybody that's not even seen the emails or read any of Tim's emails, I mean, Tim's written so many. Three, uh, three, three. And <laughs> um, the first one that came through, Tim, I thought, my God, he's gone it really fast. Um, and uh, I think it would be a good idea if we just talked about what DBAI is. And so we do need a definer, Mr. Streifler. Yes, I He's am in the, the house. definer. I haven't been yes. able to define anything in a while, so it <laughs> feels feels very good. So Divi AI is the new uh, artificial intelligence service. I'm going to call it a service because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's an add-on service to the Divi theme framework. And so it's available with the Divi theme, Divi plugin, and extra. And essentially what it is, if you, unless you've been living under a rock, you probably heard of OpenAI and ChatGPT. And so Divi AI is ChatGPT4, by the way, which is the latest um, engine, latest data set of yeah. uh, OpenAI. And so it's using that API as well as, um, it's not Dolly for the images, it's, um, shoot, what is it? It's Midjourney. Yes, mid-journey. Uh, use mid-journey for the images. Yeah. But what makes it different than those tools themselves, mid-journey and chat GPT, um, or any other service, is that it's deeply integrated into Divi. And so what that means is 
anytime you have a text box to write something, you'll have the opportunity to click a little AI button that will give you the ability to write a prompt, tell AI what you want. Um, and then same thing on the image side, rather than having to upload your own image, you can generate an image on the fly. It's very quick, although I've noticed some delays, which is I think they're just trying to get their, uh, all the, the service bits of it with the computing and stuff um, figured out uh, to, to make sure they can handle all the traffic. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And again, we're gonna talk more, more about this in depth, but just on the defining side of it, this is kind of just the basics of what elegant themes how how they're selling this is it knows the divi right because it's integrated throughout but it also knows the context of your page which is super super powerful and so yeah. um rather than having to you know copy and paste things from chat gpt and and start over every time it, it's as you're building it you're able to uh, generate text and generate images in a really fluid fashion so this is version one of Divi AI. They've already stated they have a lot planned. They have some really awesome features coming up that they've put on their public roadmap. So we'll, we'll talk about that too, but it's a, it's a really, really big feature. AI is all the rage. And honestly, I've been kind of getting sick of it until yeah. now. And cause this <laughs> is like the one thing that I, I feel like is, is useful and, and worth the, the added cost. And so I've been promoting it a lot to, to my Divi life email list. And, um, e-media hosting in the chat here on our on our live stream said i got it i got divi ai because tim streifler told me to and then uh, <laughs> also said, tim has been like a nagging wife this week yeah. so I, i've sent i've sent a few emails three yeah. three to be exact so yeah and sean um, said uh, got hammered by tim on this <laughs> well, the bummer is because i'm promoting it that... as an affiliate i don't know when people sign up so it's like if you sign up from that first email, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. you get all the others because I have no way of knowing whether or not you signed up and, you know, exclude you like I would if it was my own store. No, it's so. great. It's great. And, I, and it's always great to see that enthusiasm from 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 people. And I say there's like a million videos out on it already. There's so many people have, have like started to create videos and do tutorials and things like that. And like I said, Elegant Themes have written you know, six posts on it already and showing you how to use it and, and advice around around it. But I thought what we'd probably do is talk about the each, each of the individual functions, um, particularly starting, I think images is always uh, a, a big one. Um, and uh, I don't know how many people have, have tried it in. If you've tried it, please let us know. I can see there's a few comments in there, um, but I've certainly got my own experience of it. But um, Sarah, you got your, you got your, got in there quick, bought mm. it. Have you tried the imaging and what did you think of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I was very happy to purchase it and jump in there. Yeah. I like, I, honestly, the thing that made me want to jump in is my great experience with VIP support. <laughs> so I have made my money back 500 times with oh, the wow. VIP support because yeah. being able to ask a question and get a response is actually really helpful within half an hour, like saves my butt all the time. And so anytime they bring out something new, I'm happy to give it a crack because honestly, I've been really impressed. So yes, I bought it. I only just got to have a play with it yesterday. Um, the images is probably the biggest downfall, in my opinion, of the whole okay. thing. And I think it'll get there. Like, I'm not going to rule it out because of it right this second. Uh, so my current experience, I haven't tried that thing where you alter an image. I thought in the video that Nick showed, I thought that was like super impressive. 
I haven't played with that yet. And I did think that would be great to be able to kind of have an image, like when a client gives you an image, but it's just not quite right. Being able to upload it there and do the work inside Divi sounds amazing. So I'm very keen to play with that, but I haven't yet. The one thing I have played with is getting it to generate an image on its own. And as someone in the chat said, it generated an image of four business people, like, you know, standing around looking very American. <sighs> like, and, and I was like, well, that's not the image I want. So, and it was almost the same image, like just slight variations of the one image. And so I thought that's fine. I'll go into like the box below and give it a really specific um, prompt. So I said, I would like two people sitting at a computer where you can't see their face. And I got the same four images <laughs> so of like the four people at the desk where you could see their faces. And so I just thought, well, so at this point, the prompt for me isn't like it read the context of the page, which is a business and IT company. Like it, it understood the context, but it didn't understand or allow me to give it more context to say, I don't want to see their faces. I don't want to have four people at a boardroom table. Like, so that side of it was a downfall. The other thing I did discover was there's now stock imagery. I don't, I'm assuming this has come along with the AI, but when I went to go add an image, there's now a third tab or it's in the middle that says stock imagery. There's no way to search the stock imagery. So I think again, uh, like that's got to come. Surely that's going to be on its way. Um, I did again have a bug with that where I selected an image I said, yes, that's my image. And then it had this little circle on it for like forever. And I was like, oh, so annoying. And when I went out, it was in my media library. So again, oh. it's just a bug. And if I know that, like if I know I can click on the image, it's going to do its little whirl, I can shut it and then go at it from my media library. Yes, it's a bug. I'm sure they'll fix it. Like I don't really care if there's a bug as long as I know my way around the bug and I know they're going to get to it eventually. Um, but having stock imagery is super useful, especially, especially like there's a lot of landscapey type, type of things. Having that as background is really useful. I don't know if that uses AI to generate which stock imagery it shows you. Maybe it does. But in terms of imagery, that's my opinion is there's lots of bugs. I think they'll fix them. I'm not particularly concerned. At the moment, the generate on its own, I think is useless. But again, it'll probably get there. But in terms of, you know, I think I it's nice the question there. Is, yeah, I suppose uh, the question is, have you used Midjourney before using No, I haven't AI? used any AI for mm. imagery. I've yeah. used lots of AI for text. And so yeah. imagery really is a bonus for me. Like it's not why I signed up for it at all. Hmm. The idea of being able to alter an image, I think is super interesting and I definitely want to play with that. And I think it could be very helpful. But realistically, yeah. I'm not picking images at that point for a website unless so the current client I'm working with is using a template they can't afford a full custom design they've picked an elegant themes template so in this particular example I don't have images ready to go but nine times out of ten when I'm building a website we've already picked the images back in the design phase so it's not even a thing or we've altered an image in Photoshop like back in a, a few steps ago so it's really not why I signed up I don't really care, but equally, I'm kind of excited about the future. Sure. Um, really quick, Sarah, you said a tab for stock imagery. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I've seen that yet. So when yeah, I said I'm add image, I only found it this morning, right? So because um, I was just double checking something. So when I said add image and I went to the image module, 
Mm -hmm. um, and then at the top, and then I click on the image, then there's upload file, stock photos, or media library. Oh, I don't unless have this that. client just has a plugin. I think it's just oh. a plugin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I've gone into this client's previous site and like taken over it. There you go. Well, they're using a plugin that gives you stock imagery, which is kind of cool. <laughs> so I don't know what it is, but I thought I, it was connected yeah. because I've I never seen it before. And this is the only site that I'm working with the AI feature on. <laughs> you can't, you can't Sorry, search, guys. You can't search the stock images. No, you can't search the stock images, but we should tell elegant things because it makes heaps of sense that yeah. there would be an ability to, at that point, search the free stock imagery. And if it looked in context of the page, I mean, holy cow, that would be super cool. Boy, there I, you go, elegant I, themes, hot tip. I, I think I see Tim sending a message to his team right now to get to develop. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, it'd be a super great idea, but anyway. Okay. Uh, we do have something. Andrew's po posted something in the in the comments. Um, he's saying that, just so you know, Divi Imaging uses stable diffusion and Opal AI. Midjourney doesn't currently have a public API, so we uh, got that wrong earlier. I um, heard from Elegant Theme Support. They said Midjourney. So maybe. They? So, I mean, that's directly from them, but I mean, it's possible that they got it wrong. I know yeah. Andrew's very connected in the AI world, so yeah. I, I trust his his opinion there. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess th they must be misreporting then. <laughs> <Their> <laughs> Maybe you just got the low-level support on that occasion. <laughs> yes. I don't have VIP support Are yet. you having a VIP, Tim? That's it. I was, I was about to say that. If, she, if Sarah had asked, she Sorry, would have response. <laughs> I have cloud and I have um, AI, but I don't have – or no, I do have teams just because I wanted to try it. I think I just added one team member. But it's great because you get within 30, 30 minutes, but you also get a slightly higher level from the beginning. And if they can't help you, they'll bump you up really quickly. So it's a really quick way. And for me, often when I need support, is like the day I'm launching a website. Right. So that's right. the day when I need it within 30 minutes. Anyway, this is not about VIP support. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so talking about images then. So Eric, have, uh, have you had a little bit of a go with this and, and what did you think? Um, I did have a go at it. I think it is one more tool worth having in your toolbox. Um, it is not going to be the perfect tool. It is not going to do everything perfect. Um, it, it's, it's not, and that's okay. I, I think you have to kind of have an, a bit of a, a realistic expectation of what this is going to do and, and not do. But, um, I tried it, it, the first image, I, it was just completely stupid and off the mark. Um, <laughs> but I understand why it suggested that in a second place, it suggested an image that was absolutely fantastic. Um, I also used it to edit some text that I had put in to shorten it. Um, and I liked that I'm still not comfortable using straight up AI generated content on the website uh, for copy. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I love brainstorming with it. Um, I love having it help me edit my work that I put in there, but to put in there and say, write me a paragraph about this or this or this, and then just copying and pasting it. I'm just not, I'm not comfortable with that. 
Um, and so that's just, just me. So we would never use it to actually create content anyways. Um, but I think it's a powerful tool for editing, um, for making adjustments. Um, and I, I'm excited to see where the image uh, capabilities do go. Um, yeah. Actually, I heard from somebody that they're going to add a stock images tab. So I think that'll be. <laughs> it's coming soon. No, so it, it, that'll that be amazing. I don't know where I heard that, but I know it's a rumor that, you know, or tr I think it's true. I don't think it's a rumor, but anyway. I think but Sarah, if, I think imagine if it was like the best. Funny. The best new feature of Divi AI was like this new stock imagery that in context gave you the best images that would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. So that's, yeah, so that's where I am at it. Um, I have not promoted it to our clients yet, um, only because I wasn't sure if I was going to buy it or not. And I didn't want a bunch of clients running in and using up my free hundred credits um, because I've got an unbelievable amount of websites all using the same Divi license that I paid $89 for years and mm -hmm. years ago. Um, so, uh, okay. So let's talk about that for one second. There is so many people whinging about the price of Divi AI. And yeah. I just want to like come in hot and say, shut up. You get a really cheap theme. And once you pay lifetime, you're not paying any money. And this company, we want them to exist. <laughs> And yeah. if they're going to continue to exist, they have to keep getting money. And initially, like I know when we met Nick back in the day, even at that point, they didn't have any extra services and they were saying, okay, well, our issue is the only way for us to keep getting money is for new clients to come in the door. And that's not sustainable in the long term, right? So they have to have ways of making money. And so the reason I'm happy to jump on the board with all these different things, as long as they're useful, is... They need to function as a business. And aside from that, they have to pay for the AI to actually function this product. So it can't be lifetime because they have to continually pay for the, the product at their end to actually, it's like saying, our client saying to us, why can't I have lifetime maintenance with you? Well, because I have to pay for the hosting and I have to pay for the plugins and that happens every year. And I just think people are being so unrealistic saying this should have a lifetime license or why isn't this included in my lifetime $89 that I probably got half price at the anniversary sale. Like it's not fair <laughs> to elegant themes. And we are constantly banging on here about the fact that it sucks when a client got, when Caldera disappeared, it impacted all of us because we yeah. had to go and do the effort to change. Imagine if Divi just disappeared because they didn't have enough money to fund their company. That would impact all of us dramatically. And so I just want to say, like, just shut up. You're getting such a good deal. You don't have to do AI if you don't want. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to get VIP support. But they're there if you want them. They're an enhancement and it's helping support the company that pretty much runs all of our businesses. So yeah. that is my little rant. Yeah. Oh, no, it makes it. me no, so mad when I see the people in the chat having their like big mad yeah. thing. The, you don't have to buy it. So yeah. I, I do it. think because some people are saying that that don't want it and they don't want their clients like touching it. Using and it. so they do yep. need to add the ability to turn it off. Oh, like yeah. and they have the, to uh, fix lots of things. The role I'm not editor saying they something. don't have to fix yeah. things. So I think that's probably that's going to come soon is the ability just to. Yeah. Turn it off, hide Turn it, it off. doesn't exist if you don't want it Perfect. to. And, well, and this is one of those, 
this is one of those things. Elegant themes had to respond to the marketplace. You know, they're they're totally. going down the line of Divi Five and coming out with Divi Five, but they had. I think I think this was one of those things. There's been a lot of things they haven't responded to that's happening in 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 the marketplace because they're working on Divi Five But I think this was one of those ones they had no choice but yeah. to respond. And all you have to do is ask yourself, okay. It's it's like fourteen something right now in in the introductory. So we'll, we'll say it's it's fifteen dollars a month. All right, how much time is it potentially going to save you editing, um, or finding an image or anything in in a month? You know, in and for me, I've got to ask myself, consider like knowing what I pay my team and and stuff like that. Is it possible? that across the board between three developers, this is gonna save 30 minutes of time. Yes, ergo, it's worth the $15 for us to buy it because it's yeah. a, it, it's a cost. Um, we're, we're gonna get more than 30 minutes of save time. Even if we only, you know, if it saves an hour of that, I've still come out ahead on the, the other end. If it's not gonna save you any time, then don't, don't do it. Don't pay for it. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. But if it's going to save you a half hour of time, if anywhere in the month, even a, a adding up, and I think it's going to be more than a half hour, it's totally worth the fifteen dollars. And also yeah. on the note of like the fact that it's not, you can't turn it off, etc. You don't have to update Divi. Like I have. 55 clients. There, I think you know at least 50 of them are on Divi. I haven't updated any of them. <laughs> like none of them are on the current version of Divi because it's not a security update. You don't have to update Divi unless there's a big WordPress update and therefore it needs to be compatible. You don't need to update right now. So I'm working on a new site on the current version and that's where I play with new features is always on a new site where it's not live and I can muck around and if there's bugs, I can report them to Divi. But you don't have to update all these other sites right now. So if you're worried about your clients using it, just don't update them. And I'm sure the feature will come within a week or so to be able to shut it off for all of your clients and then it'll be fine. So just hold sure. your horses. Don't update everything. It's not a security update. It's okay. So, uh, Tim, what do you think of the pricing and what do you think of images? Yeah. So I think pricing wise, I think it's, it's fair. And I think part of it is because they wanted to do unlimited, right? That's kind of their whole thing, right? You, you yep. get a Divi subscription, unlimited sites. Um, and so, and like Divi cloud, unlimited storage. Now, like I've heard some people say like other, other things out there will let you use your own API key from OpenAI and from stable diffusion or mid journey, whatever the image thing is. And then you just pay per like, credit right per generation and it ends up being a lot cheaper and so elegant themes is essentially putting a huge markup on on these uh api calls right to these services but here's the thing it's still super cheap like 15 bucks a month come on for unlimited sites unlimited generation and so i'm okay with that because it's unlimited right uh so yeah i think there is you are paying a, a pretty big markup but I'm willing to pay that for unlimited. I'm also willing to pay it for having that deep integration with within Divi. So, um, yeah, maybe it's not the cheapest uh, AI out there, um, but I do think it is, in my opinion, the best from from at least the ones that I've I've tested. Um, so, uh, 
now in terms of images, I agree with what's been said already. It's kind of hit or miss, right? There's some, sometimes you might get a really great image and be like impressed. Other times you're like, um, some things that I think could be really be improved is like, for example, when you're using chat GPT, having that, that chat like interface where mm -hmm. you could have it do something and then you could say, Hey, change this or, or I like this, but, but remove this and, and add more here and you can have it refine where that doesn't really exist with images, but it would be a really easy thing to, to do. And, and maybe that's a limitation with again, whatever image stable diffusion, whatever. Um, but like, for example, just now while we were talking, I was playing around with it and I told it to create a vector graphic, select a vector graphic. And I said, uh, the prompt was, um, what was it? Uh, I don't remember. I already moved out of it, but it was like a coffee shop with people drinking coffee, you know, sitting around at tables and it created a really good looking graphic for that. But the, it had like a sign for the coffee shop and the sign said coffee with an extra E C O F F E E E. And so like that, like why, like, first of all, and second of all, like I should be able to <laughs> make that little change. Right. Or, or maybe yeah. another example would be like, maybe it's all like, like what Sarah said, a bunch of like Americans standing around uh, like a boardroom. And it's like, you know what, let's add some diversity here. Uh, yeah. And being able to say, actually, like, you know, mix it up a little bit. <laughs> Don't have it be all men or, or all women or all yeah. white people, whatever. And so being able to refine, I think, is something that hopefully should come in the future. And again, that might be a limitation with the API. Um, but so what I tried was with the coffee shop example was I then I, I chose the image. I then, you know, downloaded it, selected it. And then I reopened the module and said, improve with a AI and then mm -hmm. told it to uh essentially do the same thing but change coffee and i like put in quotes to coffee to see if it would work to like fix the spelling error and it, it, it didn't do it <laughs> did the same yeah. thing so, <laughs> so there's things like that that i think could be improved but also like another example is i created a um, when i was playing around with it before um like a superhero image again like a graphic and it looked really good and i was like really impressed by it like that looks awesome but it put like a, a, a black and white gradient background. I just wanted it to either have a transparent background or a white background. Yeah. That should be an easy fix for AI yeah. that is generating images on the fly to be able to say, remove the background, um, yes. put a white background. And so I couldn't do that. And it was like, Ugh. if I actually wanted to use this on a real site, I then have to download it, upload it into Photoshop and then remove the background that way, which wouldn't be a huge deal. But it's like, again, you have this powerful AI at your fingertips that's yeah. a pretty simple thing to, to change. So um, again, I, I just playing around with the images, finding its limitations. And I think that's really the thing with any tool is you have to look at this like any other tool and that you're going to become good with the tool. Just like with Divi, you learn Divi really well. You yeah. learn its flaws. You learn its shortcomings. You learn the things that it's it needs to be improved on. And then over the years, it does get better. And so th this is no different. So it's a tool in your tool belt. You learn it, you master it you find out where those limitations are and you constantly push it to its limits and then over time it, it will get better. So, yeah. Yep. So just for those that have not used this yet, you get the option with images to either generate with AI or improve an existing image with AI. So obviously um, uh, when you load Divi and you load an image module, it usually loads you like a sort of sort of standard box standard image with it just a sort of a placement placement image, if you like. Um, you can generate and replace, reimagine, change the style to 
photo, digital painting, concept art, there's others. Or you can upscale it by two times or four times. So I've tried this on, um, on an image module and on a blurb module. And I did it on, I had a vector, an existing vector, and it had like this um, faceless chap standing at the front. It's on my website. It's on the front of my website. If you go to webdesignpro.co, you'll see it. And then behind it, there's like four silhouettes of people. So I thought, let's see what, what it comes up with. <laughs> well, um, it, uh, it was very strange. Um, <laughs> it was in a, it was like a reimagine and it took, a, took the vector image and it changed the background part, uh, into naked people who we should, <laughs> who, shall we say like a gender neutral, um, and substituted, <laughs> I know it substituted the leaves for apples on the ground. So I don't know. So I thought, I, I thought, well, what's happened here? So I thought I'm going to regenerate it and, and, and see if it does something different. Uh, did that and uh, got exactly the same again. So it was determined that I was going to use this image and uh, I kind of left it as it is for the time being. But uh, my own personal opinion on uh, what I've seen, certainly with the imaging so far, is that I think that just picking up on something that Tim said earlier um, about sort of images, I think with regards to imaging at this stage with AI, uh, I think it's a very hit and a lot of miss. I think you get a little bit of hit and a lot of miss. And, and I think when you're trying to um, perhaps um, create a website and create some images in there, I think it could be really, really good for just giving some context to some of the, the text you might have created for a client, client. And, 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 and perhaps stimulating the conversation between you and the client to say, look, you know, I've added this image here and this image here. And then they go, oh, I don't like that. Can we have a, 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 a different image? And you say, right, okay, well, let's go and perhaps go and look at either you uh, producing your own imagery or um, let's go and look at some stock imagery somewhere else because you can get some really professional images because we all know from our experiences that, um, the best imaging, if you can get some professional photographs taken of your business, yeah, um, those are the most impactful. And most people know the classic meeting handshakes and the the, the business type photography that you get from um, uh, sites like Deposit Photos and Shutterstock and things like that. So, I think at this stage, images, uh, I, I'll take it a bit with a pinch of salt, and I think that just um, bears out what Sarah was saying earlier about that. And realistically, like not everyone's using AI images in the first place. Like I'm not using AI images in general. The only reason I'm using it is because it's there and it's kind of fun to play with. So the fact that I'm probably not going to feel confident to use it for another six months, I don't really care about that. It's no. not why I signed up to Divi AI, but maybe for some people they are already using AI images and they're not going to find it as good as some of the other tools that they've been playing with at the moment. Yeah. Yep. That's where it's at. Some things are buggy. Like Tim said, some things have limitations. It, like regenerating images is horrific <laughs> in my experience. Um, yeah. But it might get there and, you know, we'll just wait and see. But I wouldn't be AIing images in the first place, whether it was this tool or another tool. It's just not. I, I don't well, think it's a great idea in the first place. Yeah, it's another another thing I, I wanted to do that I felt like it should be able to do is I took a um, like profile photo of myself and mm -hmm. 
I wanted it to just create a like graphical like version, version. Of that. like you know you see people yeah, like, yeah. The mall it said change the change the like the style the style yeah and I did but it didn't really look anything like me it it, like, <laughs> it took characteristics of me like you know white male you know fair skin <laughs> like, uh, brownish hair and it like created its own version but it's like that didn't look anything like the photo or anything like me yeah so, right it's like, okay, like that, I feel like that, that's like low hanging fruit. It's like, oh, yeah. here's a real photo. Cause I thought that would be a really cool thing. Cause you see, yeah. like, up, you know, using tools to do that. And it's like, you can see apps technologies that there. Yeah, yeah. There's apps for it. So it's like having it right in it to Divi where you just upload a, you know, a static, you know, photo, a normal photo. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know why I said static yeah. photos are static. Um, <laughs> a normal photo and then ha and turn it into a you know vector graphic looking image or yeah a anime looking you know whatever so um, i thought that was kind of a missed opportunity and again i don't know because i'm not super familiar with the ai image generation tools i don't know what's a, li a limitation in the ai yeah. what's really so, like this one specifically that that's being used or elegant themes implementation of of the api so yeah that's where i don't know because i know there are ai tools that let you generate you know take an image and turn it into like a like a graphic um so that it does exist but does it exist in this one i don't know yeah okay so just a couple of things about this so far we've got um firstly you get a hundred free uh, attempts free goes with um, Divi AI before um, you're going to be asked to to pay for it uh, under your existing subscription. You have to have a subscription with with with, with Divi in order to do it. Um, and um, yeah, so you, you've you've kind of got uh, some of these things that are sort of just sort of uh, existing there in this in this space, and and they're, they're utilizing these. Uh, these other AI uh, platforms uh, as well, uh, and uh, they're very much sort of positioning themselves now in, in terms of being a part of this market um, and giving the customers, the Divi customers, the elegant themes customers, an opportunity to use this within their within their design. So I think it's important to to, to note that elegant themes, you know, they they're, they're going hard at this, and uh, and and so far. Um, whilst it's caused uh, quite a lot of consternation amongst the Facebook Facebook groups and people have got their their comments on it, um, why why not throw their hat into the ring? Why 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 not do what they've done? And and they've certainly done a, I think they've certainly done an excellent job on the execution of it. And like we said, there's there there was always going to be bugs and things like that with it. We do have a question for uh, Eric that's in the chat here uh, from Barry JB. And he says, uh, question for Eric, he says, a few minutes ago, uh, he said he's not comfortable using the AI and just copy and pasting. Can he elaborate on why he's not comfortable using the AI in this way? Yeah, I can. Um, and it, it might, I might sound like a conspiracy nut, um, and that's okay. I'm willing to sound a little foolish. Uh, I, I don't think all the legal issues and, and even SEO long-term ranking impacts have all been sussed out yet. Um, and I don't want to create 10 websites a month and then two years later find out from some legal ruling that I have to go in and replace everything. Um, there's a lot happening in the legal space. There's a lot of talk about copyright or watermarking uh, text and, and things like that. And so 
we're just we're we're creating too much right now to to put a, so much out there that have to go back and rework it all that we're somehow liable for and something like that. Um, and so for me, it's just not creating. It's not it's not worth the risk for us yet, and so I don't have to be on the cutting edge of this. However, like I said, we use it for we use it daily for brainstorming, for getting ideas, for making some tweaks you know, taking our, our original content and shortening it. But I don't want to go in and say, hey, write me a, write me an article or a web, create me, create web content about this. Um, because the other thing it's does, it's, it's just, it's not creating anything new. It's going out there. It's evaluating a massive amount of content and it's restating it. That's um, a really good, really good point because that brings us on to talking about the text prompts. So, and I think many people have experienced using um, text prompts, using sort of chat GPT and the prompts that come with, with that. And we, we've talked about that in uh, previous shows uh, when we've discussed AI. Um, so what does everybody think of the uh, of this of Divi's version of using text prompts and, and what have you tried so far? So have you tried anything with it, Eric, and been happy, unhappy with it? um yeah it i i used it to to do some and and it was just what it created was too long and and it was probably because i was trying to i was working on editing a page and so i thought well i'm going to use it to write a new uh subheading and and above the fold well i had some old content down below and it was what but what i think is amazing on the other hand is it was relying so heavily on the content below that it was it was stating it in in the subtext of i wanted in the header it kept stating something i didn't want it to and i couldn't get it to take it out because it, even though i said don't mention this it was so ingrained into reading the content further down the web page that it was you know doing that so that that was kind of annoying however the fact that it was already so integrated with the content and reading and trying to figure out my website, my purpose, what I was trying to accomplish, I think there's massive potential there. I think we're at the beginning of a very powerful tool uh, 12 months from now. Yeah, and what they've done also with, with this implementation is if you try to use, um, if you are, so you go into like a text module and you say generate with, with AI, and then it will go through your if you've got existing body text it will show you your body text and then you've got the options of lengthening it shortening it simplifying it uh, paraphrasing fixing spelling and grammar so the guys at et have, have really thought about this and their implementation of it um, i have tried it myself i asked it to do something change there's a change tone option in here and i just said um, can you make it funny? Um, <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> uh, and uh, it's it. It says there was one line that says. So I was talking about web design. It says make your business stand out like a unicorn in a donkey convention. That's <laughs> right, <Radio. laughs> Yeah, definitely wasn't going to be using that. So, um, but you've also got the translation options as well, which I think are also very powerful for for people. Um, with language obviously there's always going to be 
um, semantics around language and how um, things are translated and anybody that's that's got it in their mother tongue and they see something that's translated from English to their to, to their language doesn't always work and vice versa but I mean you know again that's still very very useful for for anybody uh, doing that uh, Sarah have you uh, tried the uh, text with prompts yet yeah, I've tried it in a couple of contexts and had success and not success. And some of yeah. that I'm sure will be me learning how to prompt it better. If I started with a brand new page, so for example, this um, site that I'm working on, I've obviously put a logo in there. I've put a title and I've put a subtitle. And so it as a whole knows the website's kind of core thing. Yeah. So I think yeah. starting with that is really useful, like actually putting in that subtitle for the whole site helps it understand what it is that you do, right? So this is IT services type thing. Mm -hmm. So I just started with an about page and all I did was I said, new page, title about, and then I went straight into AI. It did a great job. So it, I, you go into a text module, click H1, so change it to a H1, then it understands you're wanting to write a H1. Um, it came up with a great title for the page. I then did a new text module, did paragraph text. It came up with, a, you know, a good, I mean, it's a bit waffly and whatever, but it's a good starting place for a client who has nothing. If they come to you and say like, I don't really know, this is what I've got, then it's a starting place. Um, I then did a blurb. So I imagined like I was doing a service. And so I said like recruitment and then it kind of did a little blurb again it wasn't too bad then I went down I did a h2 it came up with um both a h2 and a paragraph that went with the h2 which again wasn't too bad so starting fresh with it just taking the context of the company name I don't know whether it's reading the logo but the logo and my subtitle and then giving it a a page title it did a pretty good because an about page honestly is often clients hardest thing right like they yeah. really struggle to write their about page so even if it's a starting place no I'm not going to leave it exactly what it comes out with but it's a really good starting place so that was not too bad I like that's my only kind of experience of starting a fresh page but I didn't think it was too bad I had another page where I had text but I really needed a new header at the top of that and I tried to like <laughs> I tried to put a text module above a paragraph because I just wanted it to generate a title to go with that paragraph because the client hadn't given me one and I was thinking, I don't know, like maybe it can generate something. It did a terrible job at generating a title and I couldn't prompt it. I like, I don't know if I was just going about it the wrong way, but for me, adding a title is often a common thing that I would want to do where I've got a chunk of text that the client gave me, but I really just want to add like a catchy little header to go with it I couldn't get it to properly do that and whether I'm just not going about it the right way I'm not sure um, but for that I didn't with existing page content it didn't feel like it really worked very well in that scenario but I was really impressed starting fresh and like Eric said, I think it's a good starting place and it's a good way if clients give you nothing to be able to instead of chucking in Laura Mipsum, chuck in some AI into a little paragraph and then say to them, this is with AI, this isn't going to match you exactly, but it's a starting place. Can you please yeah. edit this to be yeah, more It stimulates the discussion, business? doesn't it? You know, because yeah, the, the blank screen is their hardest thing, like their thing of like, I just don't even know where to start. And for this client, they can't afford a custom website. They certainly can't afford a content writer. 
they're not very technically savvy. They're not going to understand to go to AI to do it themselves. So if I can get the ball rolling, I think that's a really positive experience for the client as long as they understand this is a starting place. I don't think this is what we should put on the internet. Now, I haven't I haven't played with it enough, so I don't know. But so let's say you've got um, two rows stacked on each other in each row, mm-hmm. two columns, and you've got, you know, picture in column right on yep. top row, picture column left, and you've got two paragraphs. And let's say you, you map the design out that way. If you then go in and tell AI to creating content, is it going to fit the content within that design space or is it suddenly going to like ignore the design is it able to read the design and help create content to the length of the design or is it going to blow it out i, I have no idea i, haven't tried I don't it. know but i do wonder if it matters whether you create new sections or not because when i created a new section and put that h2 it was like it did a better job of it so i do wonder if somehow i don't have any facts to go behind this but i do wonder if somehow like Dibby has built in it to understand this is a whole new section. And so we're probably going to shift gears into another part of the section, which I think would be really clever if that's what it does. Yeah. Cause I hadn't thought about it from the perspective of like, we, we provide copywriting now for, for every, every project. I haven't thought about if I was selling a website to with a client where we were coming up with more design and, and they were still on the new content, how mm-hmm. helpful would the AI be to them like you were yeah. talking about that that could be as long as it didn't go in and just start mucking up everything and they were like you know it blew the design uh to pieces um an interest um i don't know if this is exactly what you guys are talking about because i was playing with divi ai distracted <laughs> 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 but you can when you're generating text you can there's a a drop down so when you're generating it like writing body text with AI, you can click on the guide me drop down and then it gives you more options for choosing the tone, um, adding in keywords, um, and then the context. So choosing the context, if you want it to be the entire page for it to look at, or just the section or just the module or no context, it's just kind of generating from scratch. Um, Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty cool because you can kind of fine tune. Okay, well, what do you want to look at? Do you want it to, to really be this entire page and understand what, what the page is? Or you know what, I don't want it to think about that. I just want it to just... And that might it. answer um, Eric's issue that he had earlier, where it was picking up the text further down. Yeah. that's what I um, So I also just had another play at that heading that I was really struggling with. And what I realized is if you say retry, it'll have another go and it actually came up with a couple. So I made it a H2. It's sitting just above a bunch of text and it came up with two kind of okay titles. So I just need to click retry. So if it comes up with nothing or it comes up with something really terrible, um, rather than, you know, just click retry and you might get some better options. Yeah. And that's the thing to do is just to keep trying it, isn't it? And seeing if it works for you and if it doesn't, then you go back to what you were doing before. Honestly, though, that adding a header for a paragraph, I reckon that would be my most used thing that I would use moving Mm. forward because that is so common that, you know, how a lot of the designs, they'll have like a little teeny tiny header and then they'll have a big header and then they'll have the paragraph text. And it's like a really nice design style thing. Often clients don't have anything for that little teeny tiny header. So having it allow you to like spark some idea for that, like often you have the big header, which is like about Sarah Oates, but then you want to have like a teeny tiny little header. 
I think being able to spark that could be really useful. Really cool. So we've got 10 minutes before the end of the show. And the first thing I want to say is that we've been talking about pricing and we've been talking about unlimited. And for those of you out there this evening, Divi Chat is free. We don't charge. We're unlimited. Here. We're here every week, apart from the odd week. Um, so how about hitting the like button and subscribing to the channel? Come back and join us every week. It's great to see so many people uh, with their opinions um, in the chat this evening. Thank you for joining us. Um, so let's just talk about um, uh, the 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 features that are coming, the features that are are, are becoming in the future with this. Because I was looking at that earlier, um, and one of them is um, uh, being able to write code um, within uh, using Divi AI. What does everybody think about um, generating code for for what you're looking for? I certainly wouldn't do it inside Divi. Okay. Uh, personally, because I feel like you could kill your side, like accidentally. Um, but I do have a friend who is very good with PHP and she uses um, chat GPT all day to help her with code. Now she understands code well enough that when it generates something, she can say, oh, but haven't you missed this? thing and it will like say oh yes you're right and it'll like generate a bit more code and so she can understand it enough but it gets the ball rolling where usually she'd be like looking for so yes I would happily use AI for writing code but I probably wouldn't do it inside Divi at uh, my my guess is that part of it being inside Divi is they'll be able to control the parameters of it and so that you don't break something I mean, mm -hmm. right away, you won't be able to do PHP. It'll only be HTML, CSS, JavaScript, which that yeah. severely limits yeah. how much you can break. Um, but yeah, hopefully being able to understand Divi and the page itself um, and maybe even other functionality that's happening on the page, that would be amazing. Because for example, if you're like trying to get to generate JavaScript and it's able to somehow pick up third-party plugins that have other JavaScript in order to not conflict i mean that's like next level um as i'm saying i'm like that seems doubtful that that'll be at least version one of that feature but you just never um, know do you you never know what you never know because i think from from where we've come in a very short space of time with ai i think this time next year you know yeah. it's it's going to be another level i think something i uh, saw uh, andrew earlier there was um been quite a lot of I don't want to sidetrack into this, but um, I don't know if anybody's looked at ZipWP, which is this. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's generating a website from AI, and uh, that's a brand new thing that's uh, you can sign up for at the moment. I believe. I think there's like a waiting list for it, um, but that's mm. certainly there's been quite a few videos about that. So um, Andrew is just saying Divi will pretty soon have its own offering, building sites with AI that um certainly in their roadmap they're talking about full layout generation um yeah so it is you know what what if you could regenerate an entire layout with divi ai that's pretty cool um and andrew's saying all the big hosts are looking to do it as well cadence who are part of uh liquid web are, are doing like one one click creation so lots of companies yeah. doing it sorry Tim. yeah no 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 uh so adam prizer and then yeah. um 
Brainstorm Force are partnered up on that that project. They're also the the, the partners on Sure Cart and Sure Triggers and all that whole thing. Um, Adam's a friend, uh, and yeah, he's been creating some incredible things. So with ZipWP, I haven't tested it myself, but from what I've read, it does it generates the images and the copy based off of the prompt of the type of website that you mentioned. But I think, and don't quote me on this, but from what, what people have been saying in the Facebook group, it uses like a, you know, a set number of different like templates. Yes, that's correct. Makes, yeah. makes changes from it. And yeah. so, um, you know, it's, it's not like fully everything completely from, from scratch, not that it needs to be. Um, I think yeah. that's in and of itself, it's, it's brilliant and it looks like a, a brilliant product. Um, so thinking about that, like Divi could easily do the same thing. Like if you think about how many layouts they already have in their layout library, yeah, right. And you put in some context of I want it to be for this type of business. I want it to have, yep. you know, this, 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 and this, and and maybe it's a you know even a couple of questions. Do you want it to have this type of column layout, or do you want it to have this or this, right? And then it's able to go into its database of, of layouts and sections and kind of piece together and match, make sure it matches all the fonts and all the colors and, and then uh, generates fresh images uh, through AI and then generates all the text based off of the type of business. Like, mm. it's like all that tech is there. The technology is there. It's just piecing it together and implementing it in a way that's easy to use and works. So, and I, um, and I think that's one thing. Stuff. Yeah, and I think that's one thing, the elegant thing to have always been ahead on it was building the layouts. Uh, yeah. I've looked at a number of different uh, products and the product might be really good, but then you look at what they're offering with with their free layouts and they're very, very limited. Um, maybe, they may have smaller teams, you know, in some of these things, but I think with the ZipWP, I think it um, it's built on the new Spectra theme and it, and it uh, generates it's using blocks it's a block based theme as well so i think that's the uh, that's what you're going to get with as you say a template so that's um, going to be quite interesting to see what they do going back to divi ai um the other thing that's on the um road map is image editing soon you'll be able to edit images with ai directly inside the builder Modify individual parts of the image, adjust the size, generatively fill empty spaces, and more. So, yeah, um, <laughs> you know yeah. that investment that, that that people are making, and that's what I was about to say earlier, and completely went out of my brain, is that the initial pricing is only available now for, um, yeah. I think it's just over a day, uh, when I was looking at it before we um, went live tonight. So, if you're thinking of doing it, get on board. Get your best price now, because uh, I think that um, if if you are if your business is very much using Divi, um, you're going to find the benefit from it. If you've never used um, AI before in any way, shape, or form, give it a go. Um, and what you'll be doing is you'll also be supporting Elegant Themes uh, and uh, and their team in producing and making things even better in the future. If your business is built around Divi. So I think that's uh, that would be my sort of final thought on it. Uh, Eric, have you got anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I think it's worth it. I, I definitely think it's worth having, adding it um, as a tool to your tool belt. Um, and then I just think that this, uh, this is the direction web design is heading. It's going to be 
easier and easier and easier to use artificial intelligence uh, to create websites and, and stuff like that. I, I'm not at all panicked. Um, I don't think it's going to run us out of work. Um, you don't spell coffee with three E's. I think we're going to be okay for a while. Um, Unless you've had too much coffee. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about artificial intelligence taking over the world. It can't spell coffee. Um, but I, I just think that this highlights that the cool thing is this. The, the better these tools get and the faster it helps us get at creating websites, one, it's going to give us the ability to help more businesses and more customers, more nonprofits, stuff like that, because it's we can work faster. So we're going to be able to make a bigger impact in the world as web designers. So that's really cool. But two, if you're if if you're worried about your, the future of your job, then make sure you use this as a as an opportunity to learn how to ask questions to your clients to help them figure out what direction they're headed with their business, what they need to be doing and with their website. Because what I think is going to happen is this is going to make web building so much easier that websites are going to get bloated with content and the art is going to become is going to come into streamlining the websites to making them hyper focused on conversion. So I, I think there's just a bit of a shift happening there, but nothing that's going to knock you out of work. So yeah. embrace it learn it man ride the wave take it to the next level yeah yeah just on that subject google is looking for you to answer somebody's question as quickly as you possibly can in your uh on your website so rather than you know creating this massive long page full of waffle are you answering the person's search intent so that's definitely um something that that uh, needs to be considered when you're creating any page. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for when AI is going to be able to be incorporated to create dynamic content. You, it, I mean, there's already ways to do that, but it, I think that's going to be the real game changer for web design. Sure, Sarah. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, Tim, you were going to say something. Well, I was going to say my final thought because it actually goes mm -hmm. along with what Eric was saying. So, if you don't mind me going first, Sarah, you carry. Um. So I was going to say something similar. Like if if you're worried about your job being taken, then you need to focus on on value, right? So focusing on value and what your client actually wants and needs and understanding that and then using AI as a tool to help get it to them because AI is just a tool, right? When page builders first came out, for example, people that actually knew how to build websites without a page builder were like, oh no, like you know, it's going to kill the industry because consumers can just go and drag and drop, right? Well, that maybe sometimes happens, but we still, as professionals, still have a lot of work because it's not as easy as point and click and drag, right? Like we know that there's a lot more that goes into a lot more thought and planning and strategic design and, and uh, for conversion that needs to happen. And the same thing is going to go with AI, but now you're just rather than having to point, click and drag, now you can direct ai right but you still need to direct right it's not going to do everything automatically even companies like um adam prizer and zip wp because he, he's seeing people ask that same question well it's just going to put us all out of business like no no no. like this is meant for professionals to use it's going to help make your life easier and give you a huge head start but you still need to get in there and actually change stuff and make it you know perfect for the client and everything so um so that's one thing i wanted to say um and then 
in terms of um, blanking on the second part of that shoot. If I think of it before we end, I'll, I'll say it. But yeah, so let's go, Sarah. Give you give you a chance to to rethink. I mean, that. I've said most of my stuff. I think it's worth a shot, and I do think it's just version one. Like you don't have to jump in at version one if you don't want to. If you want to wait for it to be a little bit more um, developed. I would guess that they're going to have a sale again at Black Friday. So if you want to hold off till then, like go for it. For me, I'm really happy to give it a crack and I'm happy to see the evolution of it. If we think about where Divi started compared to where Divi is now, like we're worlds apart to where we were. But like Tim said, like it was a tool that we learned how to use. I'm not concerned about our jobs going anywhere and I'm happy to use it as a tool to start brainstorming things. I do think the art is in being able to look at what it produces and say, no, that's not right. Or yes, that's a good start or whatever it is. Like my friend with her using chat GPT for writing PHP code, she doesn't just like accept what it says and move on. She can review it because that's her skill set and say, I mean, it's kind of right, but aren't you missing this thing? So for us being able to use these things as a tool and go, well, it's kind of a good heading, but I think it needs modifying to that and knowing how many times to regenerate it or how many times to kind of go, this is just a start. Let's give this to the client. Um, and maybe we just be patient with the images because they're not great. I got it to generate something as we were talking and like just an illustration because I thought if anything, maybe it'll do illustrations okay because the photos are shocking, but it, maybe it'll do an illustration okay. So I asked it to do a person at a computer and one of the people at the computer, their hands looked like they were on a keyboard except they were on the monitor. radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I picked one and I said, more like this one, please. So there was one, it wasn't too bad. And I was like, this one, but like, let's have some more options. And it was a guy at a computer and it served me up with four girls at a computer. And no matter then how many times I regenerated, I couldn't get back to a guy. Like the image stuff is terrible. That's okay. Let's just be patient. It might get better. And if not, just go and do what you always did with images, which is go source a correct image or ask your client to get photos taken. That's like, right. Because you've still have saved time. Exactly. We don't use every feature in Divi, right? Like yeah. there are so many modules and I reckon 70% of them I don't use. And that's okay to not use every single module that's available. You don't have to use every single thing that's available in AI either. If yeah. you think it'll be useful, go for it. I think it will for me. I'm happy to give it a crack. I'll report back in six months. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do an, we'll do another another episode on it. I've got a really good um, comment, I think, and I think this really wraps things up very nicely from John Wooten. He says, I just warn my team not to be lazy and rely too heavily on what AI in general produces for copy, images, etc. It's lacking the human personality right now. It'll get better low. And I think that's a really... Yes. It was kind of how I felt before the show tonight. I was sitting there thinking about all the AI stuff and everything that that happens. And I just thought it it can make people lazy. Um, but I think if it's used in the right way, it creates a really good structure. It's a great starting point. And then you you flower off from there, don't you? You design out from, from there. Um, Tim, did you manage to think about what it was that that went out of your brain or is it still gone? It's it's totally gone. But <laughs> Derek Short asked a question. Does Tim normally wear eyeglasses? I've not watched Divi Chat in a while. <laughs> I did. I got LASIK like four months ago. So I don't 
since then um, to answer your question. Can Andrew Palmer said that I'm a slacker for not using 70% of the modules in Divi. <laughs> <laughs> now you're, reduce, you're reducing the amount of bloat that you don't need for your clients. That's, right. That's what you're That's doing. Right. There you go. Well, oh. anyway, we've got to stop. We've got to stop. Tim, did you think of something? Uh, never mind. I will we'll <laughs> get on the next uh, episode. Okay. Well, um, listen, thank you all for, for, for coming tonight. Uh, wherever you are in the world, um, and like I said, if you liked what you've heard and if you want to come back and see us again next week, please do. We'll have another great topic for you. Um, we will see you all in a week's time. Take care. Bye-bye.